0: There he is, hair blown majestically, reshooting the scene for his own ad. Mm. I hold rallies, and I tell you to ignore masks, and I rip mine off as right. I vanquish the virus because I am a leader. Yes. Fear not, COVID. What do you think? What a bunch of bullshit.
1: <laughs> Sorry about that, Cuomo. Here we go. Another edition of Frickin' West. Anyway.
0: There is no gray. I want
1: to thank everybody for the tremendous support.
0: Just black and white.
1: I'm going to Walter Reed Hospital. I think I'm doing very well. This is the truth. But we're going to make sure that things work out. The First Lady is doing very well. This is Danny Land. So uh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I will never forget it. Thank you. Oh, man. Just when you thought things could not get crazier, friend. Have you been paid a... Have you been paying attention to what what happened last week? It's nuts. My name is Danny Chekulinski. I live in Willoughby, Ohio. That's 20 miles east of downtown Cleveland. And this is Danny Land. 60th episode already. How about that, huh? We speak nothing but the truth. I'm a libertarian. Don't like the media. Can't stand them. I live alone. Severe OCD. I'm not a fan of wearing pants or socks. I spent my entire career in radio. Now, I'm back in Cleveland. And I shoot off my mouth eh, once a week on this podcast. And then I go back to uh, ordering stupid stuff off Amazon. <clears throat> Jeez. Excuse me. All right, before uh, we begin, i got to tell you about my crazy week. I love to uh, post on Facebook. Radio Danny on Facebook, all right? Good way of preparing for the podcast. I can see what you are interested in hearing about. It's kind of like a research thing for okay? So, I've been on Facebook since uh, 2009. I was never in this uh, thing called Facebook jail, you see. Well, that was until uh, last week. And I went twice in three days. Look, I say a lot of things that some people don't don't want to hear. They, They don't like it. And it's because a lot of people don't like the truth. So they try and censor what you are saying. What did I say? I don't know. I don't know. I challenged, excuse me, I challenged their decision. They apologized. They said they were wrong. I was still suspended. Then the exact same thing happened, I don't know, two days later. I was challenged, or I, I challenged. They apologized. I was still suspended. Look... Everything I post on social media has got a purpose and a meaning. Just like everything I say on the podcast has a purpose. I need, and I like Facebook, okay? I can keep in contact with my friends, and I can, I can promote the podcast. So I'm, here's what I'm going to do, okay? On Facebook, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tone it down a little bit, okay? And I'm going to turn it up a notch over here. All right. So uh, last weekend, I should say last Wednesday, the uh, presidential debate was here. In Cleveland. Perhaps the only debate. First and only debate. And I'll explain why here in a second. 77 million people tuned in. I thought more would. Still, that's pretty freaking big, okay? It was embarrassing. It was painful. Uh, two old guys yelling at each other on the front porch. I mean, The only thing missing was uh, a picture of country time lemonade and, uh, I don't know, a couple of wife beaters. Twenty four hour combat line. It's always open for anything you want to say. Anything at all. 561-318-3702. 1, 1, and our friend Billy Bob was confused about this as well. Hey Danny, it's uh Billy Bob. Hey man, I was uh listening to the presidential debate there with my kinfolk. Except for my cousin Jerry. He he's not into politics. He'd rather jerk off to fortnight, back out in the goddamn sick. Anyhow. So anyway, uh, <clears throat> I was listening to the debate and, and I heard Mr. Biden say that the, the Antifa was not an idea. Okay? When's the last time that you've ever had the mad hit you on the back of the fucking head with a skateboard? <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, Danny. Shit's getting real right out here in Hazard, her, baby. Five six one-three one eight thirty-seven oh two. If you missed the number, look at the uh, logo for the podcast of Danny Land. It's out there. And again, the uh, comment line is over 24 hours a day. So let's go back to something I said. too. I think there's only going to be one debate. Why? The Democrats don't want to risk it. Sorry, you're not going to like this. But Biden held his own. He did. Now, mainly because Trump kept, kept on interrupting. Let, him, let Biden speak already. He always ends up poking himself in the eye. Speaker of the House uh, Nancy Pelosi wasted no time in saying our friend Sleepy Joe... They'll do it again. Stay in the basement. I
0: myself did not think that Joe Biden uh, should dignify a debate with the president, who has no commitment to fact, evidence, evidence, data, uh, demeans the office he holds. uh, And you saw on that stage authenticity on both sides. President authentically a bully, Joe Biden authentically decent.
1: Right. What does that mean? It means basically that uh, Nancy Pelosi knows that Trump messed up and came across as a a bit of a bully, and that might be an understatement here, okay? It's not going to happen again. The more Sleepy Joe talks, the dumber he actually sounds.
0: Geez, the reason I was able to stay sequestered in my home is because some black woman was able to stack the grocery shelf.
1: Are you kidding me? Well, uh, geez, I thank God for the black woman that paints the line on the highway, huh? What's he going to say next? I, I saw a black woman in an elevator today. Uh, I got mad at the traffic light when a black woman wasn't paying attention. Seriously, what what the hell was that? Now, if this was a an isolated incident, my friends, that, no big deal. It happens, but again, he does this all the
0: time. I learned how to fight. I got a nickname. They call me shoe leather. I was little, but they could beat me up, and they hurt, I hurt them in the process.
1: I got to hear that one more time, okay? Listen.
0: I learned how to fight. I got a nickname. They call me shoe leather. I was little, but they could beat me up, and they hurt, I hurt them in the process.
1: I used to ride, uh, I'll be, I'll be drove by for a second, okay? Just saying random shit. Uh, I used to ride trains as a kid. Went down to Houston. It was summertime. It was humid. My legs were hairy and sticky. It wasn't an easy afternoon for shoe-leather Biden. It's disturbing. Some are saying that this guy's got like a 15-point lead. I don't believe that for one second. This country can't be that stupid. So we found out that the president and many people in the White House, including the first lady, have tested positive. Obviously the biggest story here. What a, what a crazy freaking week. Rock and roll legend passes away. Details coming up. So the president, the first lady, many people in the White House, testing positive for the Chinese virus. And a lot of people believe the president was positive when he came to Cleveland for the debate. Moderator Fox, uh, Fox
0: News is uh, Chris, uh, Chris Wallace. Uh, when we arrived in Cleveland, everybody, you had to take a test that was administered by the Cleveland Clinic. And it was one of those deep test that goes all the way up your nostril up it seems into the front part of your brain uh, so everybody that was in that hall had tested negative um, the interesting thing though however was that the cleveland clinic would set up the safety rules said that everybody in the hall with the exception of the president the vice president and myself had to wear a mask uh, when mrs biden came in when members of her party came in they were all wearing masks. They, took, they kept them on throughout the debate. Uh, on the Trump side of, of the hall, uh, Mrs. Trump came in wearing a mask but took it off once when, when she sit, sat down. I didn't see when they came in, but all the other members of the first family that I saw there, including Ivanka, Tiffany, uh, when they sat down, they weren't wearing masks. I'm told by the pool of reporters who was there that somebody from the Cleveland Clinic came up to the first family, I believe this was before Mrs. Trump sat down uh, and offered them masks in case they didn't have them away. Uh, and people in the hall did notice that while they were all wearing masks, including my wife and four of my children, uh, that the first family did not wear masks during the debate.
1: Just make every day freaking uh, trick or treat day, Halloween day. All right, I'm goofy. I'm gonna be a clown. I'm gonna be a devil. Unbelievable. I told you back in March, the mask thing was going to be huge and divide the country. And once again, I'm sorry, folks, but welcome to Reality City. I'm the freaking mayor. Now, again, I told you before, I don't believe in the government telling me what I can or can't wear. That is the first step, the very first step to losing your freedom. We're past that. I also don't like attention. So I wear the mask... I'm a hypocrite. I wear it to avoid problems. It's a shit shit storm out there, all right? People are getting attacked for carrying a cardboard sign, all right? Let's go to Port St. Lucie, uh, Florida here. First time in 22. What's the cup. Hold on, here we go. I had a guy attack me. He jumped out of his truck with his dog, with an attack dog. The dog bit me twice on my hip. The man was a... Very qualified fighter. Unfortunately, he bit off more than he could chew. Yeah, that, that, that guy sounds like a tough guy, doesn't he? Okay, okay here's, a, again. here's an idea, buddy, all right? Put the freaking side in your yard and stop carrying it around, all right? Times are different now. Here's the cop that I was going to play. Uh, a policeman from uh, Port St. Lucie talking about this crime. The first time in 22 years I can remember actually a physical confrontation over an election. So I'm very disappointed to see that happen in our community because that's really just not what Port St. Lucie is all about. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, it is. You're, you're wrong, sir, with all due respect. That's what every single freaking city is about right now. Big or small, it doesn't matter. People are divided. They're on edge. It's not, not going to get any better before the election or after it. Trust me. No matter who wins, it doesn't, it's, it's going to get much worse. Much, much worse. It's been brewing for years. The anger, the frustration. It's not going to go away overnight. All right, so Trump gets the Chinese virus, and it's his fault. People people that don't like the guy actually took joy in the fact he was ill. Uh, That's disturbing on a a totally different level. Take the politics out of it. Honestly, if you feel that way, you're not even you're not even human but this is what the media is all about they're evil and they like to ruin lives president trump
0: now in quarantine has become a symbol of his own failures the president of the united states not only not protecting this country but not protecting the white house his falsehoods and his lies are coming back to bite him the, the
1: sad truth is that we really can't trust at face value what comes
0: out of the white house on this the new york times is even suggesting there's questions if he should be on the ballot
1: what? this november wow let that sink in friends be on the ballot he's he's the freaking president he did a debate, got the virus, went to the hospital, came back home, and he went back to work. He did more he did more work sick and in the hospital than Sleepy Joe has done in the past year. Jake Tapper, TV talking head from CNN, was basically doing the Macarena in his coffin when the president was still sick. And in the hospital. I mean, we didn't know what the hell was going on. Listen to, listen to Mr. Sensitive, Jake Tapper.
0: Jack is. Sick and in isolation, Mr. President, you have become a symbol of your own failures. Failures of recklessness, ignorance, arrogance. The same failures you have been inflicting on the rest of us. Get well, and please, for the rest of us oh God. who don't get to go to Walter Reed, get well and get it together.
1: Right, come on. Are we that insensitive? Of course, of course the guy is going to get the best medical attention. He's the president of the United States. He's the most powerful man in the world. Hey, what what do you want him to do? Jake Tapper probably expects the president to get on a freaking smartphone, call an Uber, and go to the med center. Mark Stein was on Tucker Carlson's show this week, and I'll tell you what, this guy always seemed to nail it. He, he just nails it every single freaking time. Well, I was shocked by some of these people actively urging on the death of the president. Uh, I'd, uh, I'd advise the president to pay no attention to it, but I think for these people, if you're hoping if you live in a free society and you're hoping your political leadership dies you've actually flown the coop of self-governing societies and you should seriously be looking at yourself in the mirror and and actually wondering whether you're fit to live in a responsible self-governing society. So, all right, the, the, the drama continued over the weekend, too. I don't know if you're like, I, I just couldn't show it. I'm constantly watching the freaking TV and all these people that are outside Walter Reed Hospital. They're carrying American flags and Trump and Pence flags. And Trump was buying these guys pizza. uh you, you didn't see this on. Uh, on the fake news, but there, if, if, go to Twitter. All right, trust me, go to Twitter. You can find a lot of interesting videos on Twitter. The president had his chief of staff, Mark Meadows, bring... <laughs> first he brought him boxes of candy. Then, then the pizzas came. Then Trump got the limo. He put on a mask and he drove by. He, was, he said thank you. The most powerful man in the world is saying thank you. And some people, like Joy Bayer... They got a problem with.
0: That. I watched. I'm watching that car, the parade yesterday with him in the car. That was right out of a dictator's playbook, you know. Parade the dictator around so that the world and the America, can, the country, can see that he's still alive
1: and he's still robust. But- now, evidently, there's a dictator's playbook. What, are you a, a, par, a parade? That's what she called. He was in a car. He was waving. He was saying thanks. And Joy Behar calls him a dictator? He buys pizza and candy. And now he's Hitler. Are you starting to understand, friends, how stupid and misguided Hollywood and the left, that's what they are. Misguided and stupid. Wait. Hold on. I have a confession to make. I was wrong. They're... There were a few Biden supporters outside Walter Reed, and I want to be fair. I want to be balanced. Perhaps they have a brain, and oh, maybe they're not wasting precious land and space in this country. Let's, let's listen to the Biden side here. Again, outside Walter Reed Hospital. What brings you guys out tonight?
0: Um, we, are, we live in this neighborhood, mm-hmm. and... Wow. we are anti-Trump
1: okay I'm trying to get the other side in there so are you here to
0: protest or support Biden like how would you categorize we are, it we're here to support
1: our family and our people yeah. against whatever Trump is for well I think he's probably just for getting better right now we don't care how he's feeling mm. Wow. Hey, lady, what time's the men's meeting, all right? got to be honest. I'm, I'm, not qua- I'm, I'm not very confident that the woman, that Brainiac, found her way home safely. So if you're in the uh, D.C. area, look for a picture on the side of a milk carton next week, all right? For the first time since uh, 2001, the Cleveland Browns are three and one. Should be... It should be big news here, but it's kind yeah, of downplayed because of the virus. But here's another thing, too. I'm not really confident. I'm going to tell you this now, okay? In October, I'm not confident they're going to play a full season. It might be a 12-game season. or They might not even finish the season, but it won't be a full season. Browns beat the Cowboys in Dallas Saturday, 49-38. However, they lost the best running back in the NFL on this play.
0: There we go. Nick Chubb. Uh-oh, holding his right leg, Doug. Yep. Nick Chubb sitting down on the turf, holding his right leg, and he's holding the back of that leg. Uh-oh. Um, I don't good. know if it's a knee or a calf, but he is in some pain. When the helmet comes off, no doubt the player is in a lot of pain. Kareem Hunt immediately off the sideline, and Chubb is in extreme pain now as he's doubled over as the Browns training staff comes out.
1: You know, I don't know if uh, any of you uh, folks out there... Well, I know the ladies haven't done this. Any of you guys out there, I don't know if you ever sprained your chub. My goodness, I'll tell you what. You better take that helmet off because you're in pain. All right. Chub's going to be out several weeks. Uh, He will return before the end of the season. Indianapolis Colts going to be in Cleveland this weekend. By the, uh, don't laugh at the Colts' best defense in the NFL. It's a 4 o'clock game. Attendance of the stadium, by the way, increased. To get this, 12,000 fans. First Energy Stadium holds 67,000. So it's still going uh, to look kind of, uh, well, like a Miami, it's going to look like a Miami Dolphins regular game like four years ago. Colts are favored by 2.5. I think, you, oh, God, this is a tough one, all right? I told you last week, take the Browns and the points. You're making money, all right? Colts are favored by uh, two and a half. I-, I think you take the Browns and the points. They, they may actually win. I kind of think they will. But I wouldn't put the... Mo- I- I'd stay away from the game. But if you're hurting for money and stuff like that going into the 4 o'clock game and you've got to place a bet on the 4 o'clock game, Browns take the points. It's going to be close. All right, one more thing. Right before we started to tape the podcast, I found out that uh, Eddie Van Halen died. 65, yeah, young, been uh, battling uh, throat cancer for, for many years. <laughs> I started to think, how many, people, how many of you actually were digging through albums and you pulled out the Van Halen album and you dusted off the, uh, the record player, maybe hooked it up, up against your stereo and you played some, uh, some Van Halen tunes. Now, many believe he was the greatest guitarist of all time. However, I found this kind of interesting. He wasn't always a guitarist. He started off playing, of all things, the drums. Here's Eddie.
0: I actually started playing drums first. My parents had convinced my brother
1: to do something respectable, which is take flamenco guitar lessons. So I bought a drum kit. I was out throwing the papers to pay for the drum kit uh, Alex was playing my drums, and he got better than me, so I said, take my damn drums, I'll play your guitar. I remember being a uh, a teenager in Strongsville, Ohio, and hearing Eddie Van Halen play the first time. Perhaps you remember as well. You stopped. It was something you never heard before. I'm not sure we're ever going to hear this kind again. Eddie Van Halen dead at 65. And yes, Keith Richards is still alive. All right, thanks for listening. I, I, I appreciate it so much. Please tell people about the podcast. Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, the power of the podcast. As I always say, it comes from you. 24-hour comment line. Always open. Anything you want to say. 561 318 3702. If you happen to drink a lot, okay, have that number handy and call the line. Drunk calls are great. Have a good weekend. Be safe. Trust the science. Wear the mask. Yeah, right.
0: Shut up and sit sit down. down just experienced the truth
1: those asinine morons who canceled us were themselves fired for incompetence
0: make sure to tune it
1: again to dannyland i'm charming and clever and i can unhook a bra with my toes be danny's facebook friend at radio danny he'll be sure to send you pictures of his wang